I look a lot cooler because I have water. I'm more hipster and clean. Like, got that good lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. Not really, but okay. <laughs> You're still drinking coffee. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week again on um, something we don't know. We're not. We don't have a name for it yet. But we're just talking and uploading video of me and my brother talking about honestly the things that we talk about that we always talk about whenever we get together. We live in different cities right now, so when we get together, we talk about certain things, and we're just recording it pretty much. So okay, I guess off topic before we get into the the main topic <laughs> that we're going to talk about. What is your thoughts on the last season of Game of Thrones? I know everybody who watches that show <laughs> is um, looking forward to it, and everybody knows what we're talking about. It's coming about. out in April, right? April 24th, I think. I'm not it's This sure. April, essentially, yeah. just a few months away. What What did I think on the last season of Game of Thrones, like season seven? What do you think about this one? Are you? I don't know anything about this thoughts. one. I'm very excited. I had no... There was nothing about the last season that made me upset about it. Nothing about the entire series that's made me upset about it. I mean, it is an amazing show, so I don't know... The, okay, right here. The I'm glad Ramsey's dead. The ultimate ending for you... Let me explain mine first. Okay. The ultimate right, ending. It's the ultimate ending for Game of Thrones. I know this is kind of a little bit weird because they're related, but the ultimate <laughs> ending for me is Jon Snow and... Um, Daenerys. Daenerys, yep. They get together and they rule over uh, all of the kingdoms. Uh, so they're the basically the highest uh, rulers, <laughs> the, the ones who get the throne, because I think they are the ones who deserve it the most, <laughs> in my okay, opinion. I don't, I don't know, because it seems like the show, st the show started so, like, you don't know what's going to happen. But now that the show's diverted from the books a good bit, it seems like they're going more into that happy ending kind of narrative, which I hope they don't necessarily. I kind of want it to be, but I, I hope they don't because that's the way it started. I don't want them to divert from that format because that's what makes the show so great. So I don't know how it's going to end. I would say I don't know how I want it to end. Do you, do you think there's genuinely. a theory that at the end it's going to end up with that guy, the uh, book guy, um, I forgot his name because all these names in Game of Thrones. He he's gonna be reading the story. Um, do you know, who you I'm mean Sam. About? Yes, Sam. Um, like he's gonna be reading the story. He's gonna be like, reading the story of like Game a, of Thrones. Do like it there and back again. Um, Almost, like yeah. Bilbo there, there's Baggins a, there's kind a of situation. Theory, yeah. That, nah, that's not gonna think, be. No, definitely not. You don't think that's how it's gonna end? No, that's not how it's gonna end. No way. I mean, I don't think no it probably way. will either, but. I, I mean, it can go either way. Game of Thrones is not that's just, one. That's for... just way off. That that That's definitely not going to end that way. But I don't know how it's going to end. I'm excited. I'm very excited for this April to start watching the final season. I'm sad that it's only going to have, like, what, six episodes? Yeah, six episodes. I'm sad good. that it's going to be so short. I hope each episode's, like, an hour and a half to two hours long because I just yeah. want as much content as possible. But, um... And I'm sad that that we're coming to the final season, but it's something we've been waiting for forever. So I'm really excited about it. But that's all I have to say about it. I don't know how I want it to end, <laughs> to be honest. It's Game of Thrones. I mean, I think 
in my opinion, I think that the wall's probably going to be destroyed by, um, like... The wall's the, already the, destroyed. I mean, yeah, it is by the, the dragon, the ice dragon. I'm sorry. Know. Spoilers like crazy. If you haven't seen season seven, <laughs> gosh, dang it. That's something we should put at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, for real. Go watch it. Yeah, first. we should put this at the top. Don't watch this because there's spoilers in it for Game of Thrones Season 7. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Because we open the show talking about what we think Season 8 <laughs> might be. <laughs> I think we should just stop our talking yeah, and just, just, just get back on topic of Game no, of Thrones. No, 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 no. We, need to, we can't do that. we got to stay on topic at least a little bit. Okay. All right. So what we're wanting to talk about today a little bit, the general idea that we can dive into is... Um, what was it? It's essentially like what our life experiences being, I guess, early twenties. Yeah, and yeah, um, finishing college and trying to get into life, starting a company, starting work. Yeah, um, how do we have to have somewhere to live and pay for yeah. <laughs> that? But we're still trying to put money into starting this company, this company. Wise Works, and like, and how have we done? number of projects and whatnot like how have we paid for I mean, them and whatnot for right now we're both working at um yeah i'm working at it's called part-time job but it's almost full-time mostly yeah. full-time um and then he works a full-time job yeah. and we're only doing wise work stuff on the side because mm-hmm. um, we don't we don't have income enough for from wise works to even give us part-time income to be honest it's still a very a very young company like we're just figuring out how to make enough content to just be releasing stuff let alone be making enough money to to give us an income so obviously that's going to come but um i and if you're watching this one of the ways that you can do that is for us to be able to create more content and to grow this company into what we want it to be in our vision it's a great idea if you want to support us by subscribing and following us on instagram and facebook and whatnot um and then also just buying the movies, <clears throat> buying the movies when we release them. So um, that's a great way to support. But yeah, as of right now, we have to work. We have to work like everybody else. We don't have, um, yeah, and we're just that, just doing life like everybody else. And all we're doing is trying to start a company because we have that entrepreneur mindset and that desire and that drive and whatnot. I guess um, what's in a way, I guess, something that I can give other people knowledge. Um, I know I I heard somebody say kind of advice on um, for social media, mm-hmm. you need to, um, social media is a great way to um, promote your content to get it out there. Maybe it's not like Instagram. Is that going to be something that will bring in money? Probably not. Yeah. But it can promote your stuff for people who are on Instagram and stuff. So how can you come up with enough content plus work and not get burned out? I know yeah. there's a thing, um, the YouTube burnout um, yeah. that people it's have. Pretty popular. Um, and we're not really YouTubers, but mm-hmm. we, we fit into that entertainment um Content Same. creator. I mean, yeah. we're, this is content. It's so we, we're trying to we make movies, but you know, not have that burnout. I know we just came out with um, a film uh, not too long ago, and yeah, we. I mean, we can talk about we could very talk about close the, to the end. I mean, we were getting we could talk about that burnout kind for of a second. Burned out. I mean, um, we were doing 
after we filmed in all the kind of post-production, that was all on us. We didn't have an yeah. uh, editing crew or anything for like scoring or doing mm-hmm. any of that. So it was all on us. I know um, kind of how we did it is we tried to split it up the best between us that we could. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if you buy the DVD and um, uh, if you won a copy or that's going to be soon... Um, We'll talk about who won the give out oh, giveaway yeah. that we had that is true. a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, you want to follow us on social media. You'll see on the DVD that um, there's the film, but then there's also other things like there's a commentary, there's um, a behind the scenes called Behind Calvin, yeah. and an interview that we actually did with um, the uh, status effect. Um, status. Status, status effect. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, Zach Brackett and Justin. Yeah, um, and the guy who played Cyrus, Paul Smart. Yeah. Um, and how we did that, we kind of broke it up between um, the two of us. I did all the kind of behind-the-scenes editing, kind of videoing stuff, and then he took the the film kind of yeah. editing. And then I kind of, after you I You did a lot of the marketing, marketing online and created that content as well as the behind-the-scenes commentary and all that different stuff. That goes on the DVD, and then um, and then I was in charge of literally just editing the movie. Since I was directing it, I was also in charge of creating that vision through editing it together. Just because of that process of me having the vision and talking, being the one who communicated with uh, the writer John Mark with for Dying of the Leaves, it was really on me to create that through editing and a lot of times directors that's what they do they are overseeing the editing they might not be doing the physical editing the actual work the labor and whatnot but they're the ones that are overseeing the process so they're the ones that are saying yes or no to something you know how it's how it's cut together how the music scores together um but even like the music scoring that's something that i have no background or really good knowledge in doing um but there's programs out there that allows you to be able to a consumer who with someone who doesn't have a lot of experience because technology is awesome these days to be able to um, do a rough score for your and short they films. They also have like, um, it's almost like a subscription to like almost Netflix, but for yeah. um, sites that um, they, they allow you to subscribe to it and you can use their content. They come up with like, they have music and stuff you can mm-hmm. also use. There's stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like a library of music that you can manipulate and everything. So it's pretty and, cool. Um, another mm-hmm. thing that, I mean, I know it was good for us to work together that like when he did uh, make something or I edited behind the scenes mm-hmm. um, that I would give it to him and he could kind of go over it, see what needed to be fixed. And then he would give it back to me and we kind of bounced it off each other. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Um, let's go back real quick and talk some about that year process because you started by saying give some like advice about how or not advice i don't know if we were in a position to give advice but what just life is like especially during production because that was really difficult yeah it was difficult production balancing those two things because in the middle of editing well there was a lot happening that threw off the production schedule uh throughout the the filming process. So we did about three months of of pre-production, maybe a little bit more than that, of finding the the cast and all that. And that was back in, um, like... January was when we first started. Yeah. Well, no, No, we started in November. November. And so the pre-production was happening, like, in 
July and August of 2018, right? Yeah. No, 2017. 17, yeah. Yeah. And so that... It was just a really long process. So a lot happened throughout that time. People might call in sick in the last minute, and so we have a whole production day that we can't do anymore. And obviously, like we said, we we have regular jobs. So really, all we we're limited to our days off. So if we have if we have a Saturday off, then we're out shooting all day. And I want to kind of come in and say kind of what my experience was. I actually at the time I was working a third shift job. And I was working the weekend, so I would literally yeah. go to work in, go to work at night at two o'clock in the morning, get off work at seven, come and literally drive to the shoot, and then film all day. Get off around five or six, yeah. sleep till about midnight, and then <laughs> go back to work the next day. Yeah, and that's that was rough. that was my whole experience with the yeah. with filming on Dying of the Leaves. We had we had about eight production days so eight saturdays of filming for that movie and so it it doesn't seem a lot if you're able to combine it into just a work week but when you have to only do days off and days that work for all the cast and crew for to be there to do it it gets pretty spread out so we filmed one saturday in november we filmed like two saturdays in january we filmed like two or three in February and then leading into March, I think we did one in April at one point. Yeah. So there was a, it was just a long process drawn out because it was just week by week trying to make the schedule work to get all the filming done. So that was just a long process. It was over a semester of just random Saturdays filming and constantly. So you'd have a couple weeks and then you'd be out filming again all day Saturday. And, and then once I'm done with that, obviously just balancing you know relationships and just regular work schedule mm-hmm. and it's hard to find the energy and the time to do all that and then on top of it is finances i mean this this film i think that we had a budget of about close to 3000 and two well about 1800 to 1900 of that went into our black magic camera so the quality went significantly higher from the previous film the hike because we were just using a dslr and so when we got a chance to get a black magic 4k camera it was a we were able to really bump up the quality of our recording of our filming and so because of that um, it was an expensive purchase, and then also having to buy things online like the muskets and whatnot, the guns and the mm-hmm. the really cheap outfits that we had, just trying to make those dollars spread as much as possible, just so we had the money. And all that comes out of our pockets. All of it comes out yeah. of what we're able to give to the production. And us personally, like we're working jobs all week, and then taking a chunk of that money and putting it into this what we need that we're just going to buy once for a prop for this movie. And so because of that it's a it's a long process and it's it's difficult, but it 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 requires you to just love doing it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's too much work and it's too much of a hassle and it's too much sacrifice personally unless you like doing it. If you don't like doing it, you're not going to do it because there's no point in doing it. It's difficult. It's freaking hard. Yeah. But it's uh you get if you love doing it and it's what you want to do as a career, then you're just gonna you're gonna make it work regardless. Even right now, we're still on that. We're still, we we've grown. We've able to make more money 
with this film actually creating entertainment. We've made more money with this film than we have ever made money actually creating entertainment content before. But at the same time, it's not a significant amount and it's not something that's super substantial. It's a step in the right direction, but it's not, it's, it's more than we were in the past. But at the same time, I'm not trying to be unthankful for it, but it's not, we're still in a similar situation where most of the future projects over the next couple of years are probably going to be taken out of personal money and everything because it's just, it's a long process that you have to love doing. Otherwise, it's not going to work, you know? Yeah. And um, just putting in the time, uh, I know me working a second job and having to come there, that was that was a struggle. I mean, yeah. like not getting sleep. And I know there was days I was... I, I was kind of grumpy, you know, not getting <laughs> sleep and what, because yeah. that's my personality when I don't get sleep. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, it was good having each other to kind of mm-hmm. take the brunt when one of us were kind of felt like we couldn't do much more than the other one kind of yeah. to push so off far, each other. Yeah, so far, I mean, you've been helping me out with films. I got into it a little bit earlier than you did, but since we've been working together, um, we've seen that the drive personally doesn't have to be as high because usually at least so far one of us rises to the occasion when the other one is a little bit low you know what I mean so uh which is nice because it allows you to be able to rely on each other and so um like even with the editing process there was a I was moving um I I had switched up jobs in the middle of the summer um, which was when I was doing the editing, and that required a lot of time difference. And so I wasn't able to get to editing the film as quickly and at getting it done as soon as I wanted to. And then also I moved. And uh, and so it was just, it was a long process throughout this whole summer. Everything kind of happened at once. So there was like two months, almost two and a half months, where I didn't get any editing done at all. And that pushes the film back significantly. When we intended to be done a lot sooner, it came out a lot later than we originally planned and that's just because you have to know how to balance life and work but still have that drive so it would have been super easy to just be like my life is crazy right now and this isn't worth it but we had already put all this time into it and I just I wanted to I love this project I wanted to see it done so I am going to even though we're late we're going to finish it and it's going we're not going to necessarily cut corners on a final product and to not get that vision that we want just because it's a little late. Um, I think we were probably, we were probably like a couple months later mm-hmm. than the original thing. And the reason we were later is not, not even necessarily part of it's because of delays, but also there was just a long drawn out process of when it was getting close that we were just like, okay, we need to really focus and make sure this project is good. And we're not just trying to get it done with. And that brings to another um, thing. There's no excuses for, I guess, not finding the time. I know we said we had other jobs and stuff, yeah. but if you just look at your time and map out what you're doing on an average day, how like even like an hour to two hours, you're just you're wasting because you're doing something that's like not needed. If you just budget your time right, yeah, to be able to do what you need to do, yeah, to that's get true. stuff accomplished. I mean, if you did thirty minutes here. Like, 30 minutes a day for a week is, what, there's seven days in a week, so... that's I mean, that's like three and a half hours. Yeah, you have three hours a week, only working 30 day, thirty hours a week. 
I mean, 30, <laughs> 30 <laughs> three and hour, a half hours. Yeah. Three hour, <laughs> 30 minutes a day. Yeah. So, um, just budging out your, uh, looking at your time and scheduling. Yeah. For it can time. be significant. It, I mean, th- that's a good point because you always do have one thing that I usually say, um, to Mackenzie, my wife, she, I always say whenever one of us are feeling, uh, like we, we're just overwhelmed with how busy we are. We always like will remind each other that um, we, there's always more time than we think there is. So when we think that like I have to be at a meeting at this time and then I have to do something else or I have to go to another meeting or I have to have a project done by this time, if you just take a breath and just think through it, usually projects or little tasks throughout your day aren't going to take as long as you think. And if you just remind yourself, I have more time than I think I do, then it allows you to be able to open up and be like, okay, how am I actually going to use this time wisely instead of just freaking out about how you don't have any time? You know, yeah. you can get in a real real negative space when all you're, when you're thinking so much about how I don't have any time or how the days are just flying by because you're focusing so much on what you're not getting done instead of just saying, I have more time than I think. I'm going to focus on this task right now and do this well. So to kind of close it all off, um, what would be kind of... I guess we're saying there's what's the big thing? The takeaway? To, I don't know. Schedule yeah. time. I Pro- guess I, I would just say maybe a couple things. One, um, it's okay to have delays yeah. if you're doing a project. If you're doing something that you love, you're going to be dedicated to uh, to getting it accomplished, even if it takes a lot of work. If you find yourself that you don't love doing it, don't bother with it. Just do something else that you love doing. Mm-hmm. For us, it's filmmaking. Yeah. And and then the other thing is probably just remind yourself you have more time and just focus on budgeting your time well throughout a day to help be productive each day. It doesn't have to be a lot of time, but even a little bit of time every day can add up into something that makes a real difference instead of just freaking out and doing nothing. Yeah. So uh, I guess do that, and that's how you get successful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're hoping. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.